This is the Becoming a Dangerous Man podcast, where men come together in the fight to restore honor to masculinity, faith in family, and pride in country. Keyboard warriors and talking heads have labeled masculinity toxic and patriotism extremism. Waiting for a return to normal isn't an option. The fight starts now. Fellow warriors, welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Phil Anderton, a 20-year military veteran, husband, father, and a man on his own path to becoming dangerous. Whatever happened to consequences and the decisions you make leading to you know, cause and effect, and if you make bad decision, you have to pay the consequences, right? You have to pay the price, like whatever happened to that. And also today, a reminder of how the United States of America work and the 50 states versus the federal government. So before we get into that, if you're new and you're listening uh, and you're not getting the newsletter twice a week emailed out to you, uh, make sure you go to dangerousman.substack.com, put in your email, you'll receive the newsletter. It'll keep you up to date with everything we got going on, as well as you can follow and subscribe on Apple or Spotify uh, to get updates on the podcast. Uh, and before we get into today's uh, episode, it being a Thursday episode and on the path, kind of Thursday throwdown, if you will, I will warn you today, uh, I'm this may be my most uh, I don't even want to say controversial. This could hurt some feelings, right? I I, I kind of see myself going in a little bit on this, and I hope you stick around. I hope you see. I'm trying to connect the dots. It's a big picture play, right? Becoming a dangerous man is the big picture. It's the long game, right? This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Um, the culture has been under attack. Our country is under attack. It's not going to be easy to get it back, right? We're going to hurt some feelings. Uh, so if this topic uh, is not one you like to discuss. I really challenge you. Give me a chance to, to make the connection here. So with that, let's get into it, right? So uh, the first thing that comes to mind uh, this afternoon, this evening, uh, I'm going to go, you know, me and a couple of my closest friends, uh, we're going to sit down and have a few drinks. Now, my I'm going to have a designated driver take me home, even though I only live 10 minutes and I'm only going to have two drinks. I could probably drive just fine. I don't take that chance uh, because, again, I control risk where I can. And to me, with Uber and taxis and walking, and it's just it, it just drunk driving to me just doesn't make sense. And it's not something my family, I'm not willing to risk my career and my family, right? So uh, my wife, like I said, we live 10 minutes away, going to a friend's house, going to have a few old fashions and catch up with the guys and just talk business and talk future entrepreneur stuff. I say all that to say, let's say I made the other choice. Let's say I drive home. Let's say I get in an accident and I kill somebody, right? Because that happens, right? People have, now granted, these people are most are more drunk, but uh, even so, if you have alcohol in your system, you cause an accident, somebody gets hurt, God forbid somebody dies. That is called vehicular manslaughter. In the event you didn't go out with the intent to kill anybody, doesn't matter. Your intention doesn't matter, right? There are consequences for choices. You choose to drink and drive. Somebody gets hurt. You're paying the bills. You're probably going to jail. You kill somebody. You're definitely going to jail, and you should, right? That's vehicular manslaughter. And then now, I believe in Tennessee, they just passed a law that if you drunk drive and kill somebody that had kids, uh, you're paying child support to their children, which I think is a great idea. You know, say a stay-at-home mom is supporting a 60-hour-a-week law enforcement officer and you just killed the law enforcement officer because you were drunk. Yeah, you're paying child support. Tough shit. You shouldn't have drank and drive, right? Consequences. Back in the day, up until, I don't know, yesterday, 
we were taught that there are consequences for our actions. What happened? So the other thing I think of uh, as somebody who routinely walks around and wants to punch the idiot in the mouth, if you will, right? I routinely want to correct rude people or, you know, pick litter up and throw it back at the person or throw a cigarette butt out. I want to throw it back in your car. And if you want to get in a fight about it, I'm okay with that. I've been doing this a long time and I'm very confident in my uh, handling myself, right? I'm very confident in my ability. I I keep a lot of that in my imagination because I know there are consequences. If I put hands on somebody and I send them to the hospital, if I put hands on somebody and they charge and, and you know, even if they deserved it, even if they were being a pig, a jerk, an asshole, like those guys on the train, if you listen a couple episodes back when I was on the train in Chicago, I would have loved to have kicked the shit out of those three guys and they would have had every right. They would have had it come and they would have deserved it. But there are consequences to my actions and I accept that. So I don't, I keep it in my head. I use my imagination and I go home and nobody arrests me. I'm not being sued in jail for liability or damages, right? Nobody gets hurt because I don't do anything because I accept the if fear of the law, if you will, right? I, I accept that there are law, there's a law of the land, there's rules, there's regulations, and, and you can't just go around beating up whoever you want, even if they deserve it. Many people drink and drive, nobody gets hurt. Many people get in little scuffles, nobody gets hurt. 99 times, we talk about this in leadership all the time when we're talking to troops, 99 times you're going to get away with driving drunk. 99 times you're going to get away with popping off your mouth or littering. 99 times you're going to get away with a lot of stuff. But you better be prepared the one time you don't get away with it. The one time somebody punches you in the mouth. The one time you hit somebody with your car when you were drinking and driving. You better be prepared to pay. Don't in that one time cry, oh, woe is me. Oh, I'm the victim, blah, blah, blah. All right, trigger warning, right? Here it comes. Why then do women feel they are entitled to get out of jail free when it comes to the choice to have sex? When it comes to the choice of opening their legs for a man, they don't want to impregnate them. They don't want to have a kid or they don't make wear a condom or Got it. I just upset a bunch of people. Probably not because I, I I think you can make the connection here, right? You drink and drive, you hit somebody, go to jail. You get in a fight, you kill somebody, go to jail. You have sex with a man willingly. Now, now asterisk willingly. Do not tell me about rape statistics because they're just not there. The 99% majority of people having abortions are people who don't want to have a baby, irresponsible, whatever their fucking, their, whatever their damn reason was, it was irresponsible. They don't want to pay the consequence. They want to grow up in a world. They are in a generation that doesn't want to pay the consequence. They don't want to work. They want to be given everything. And when they make the mistake of playing God with life and a human body and, and a baby, they want to be forgiven, right? Do you see the problem here that I have, the connection I'm making? Everywhere else in America, in the world, you pay the consequence. But this pro-choice, pro-life movement, and of course this came about because of Roe Ro v. Wade uh, being overturned or, or likely overturned in the Supreme Court. Nowhere in the Constitution does it state a woman has a right to kill a baby, regardless of circumstance. Again, in the event medical, and even then I've heard medical is bullshit because there's no, there's no scenario that the baby has to die to save the mom's life. Now, you're a doctor. You want to prove me wrong? Again, you're probably talking in the 0.1%. I'm making the case, and in Dangerous Man, we always talk in generalities. 
99% of abortions happen because people are irresponsible. Why are we allowing especially these young people to grow up in a world where they don't have to pay the consequence? So hear me out. I'm not against abortion, right? Prior to a heartbeat, especially you want to take a morning after pill. You want to prescribe morning after pills. You want to sell morning after. I don't like it. I think it's ter- I, I think it sets a terrible precedence in our culture. I think in our culture, we're raising people to say, hey, here's your get out of jail free card. Take this pill. However, comma, I am okay with morning after pills. I am okay with you know, you had sex, it, you know, accidents happen. You want to go see a doctor. You want to make sure nothing happens and you want to take something. Okay. Do that. Own it. Show ownership. Show a mature decision after an immature decision. But don't have a heartbeat and then think you can play God and take that heartbeat. That is where I have a problem. That is where I draw the line. Again, the 1% of medical, the 1% of, hey, the baby's going to be this, that, or the other. Hey, I am not there to judge. I don't know what I'd be able to do. I have three healthy kids. So again, please don't mistake the one, two, five, ten percent 10% where it's acceptable to you. I'm not asking you to accept or, or agree or disagree with me on abortion. That's not what we're talking about. I'm bringing the point up. Why with that, with sex, where it is open knowledge. It is common knowledge that if you allow a man, and I and, and I should probably go back and preference, if a kid is listening, you probably shouldn't listen to this with a kid in the car. If a man is inside of you for a long enough time to impregnate you, you made that decision the same as me getting in my car to drink and drive or punch the dude in the mouth. We made those decisions under duress. Okay, again, not the 1%. You know, I was active duty, recently got out, but I still have a lot of active duty friends. I unfortunately know quite a few gentlemen in my life who have asked women or been with women who have gotten abortions because they didn't want to have a baby. Wear a rubber, use birth control. We have put things in place to make it to where you can't do that. And again, oh, it doesn't always work. 99% of the time it works. It 99% of the time it doesn't work when you don't use it. When you don't put a method in place to not use it. Okay. It's never going to work if you don't use it. If you don't work, you shouldn't get paid. Right. I, I just, I, I, I can't wrap my head around. So I'm looking at this Roe v. Wade and I'm reading the tea leaves and I'm looking online to read some news articles. It looks like it's going to get overturned. I will tell you, you and I are not legal experts. There is no right that says you should be able to take a heartbeat, right? That is not constant. That's all the Supreme Court saying. Okay. All the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade will do is kick the responsibility to manage abortions to the 50 states. That's what we should want. We should want the 50 states to be able to decide what works for their voters in their state. There is nothing federal about killing a baby, and there shouldn't be. Anybody screaming for that? It, they don't understand the way this country works. And it, it again, we are going down all these slippery slopes where we're picking and choosing where the federalist system, small government system works for us and where it doesn't. And everybody on the left screaming, they want it to be so perfect for them every single time. And when it's not, they're going to yell and burn shit down. And we cannot accept that. We should not support it. We cannot condone it. I'm not asking anybody to counter protest. No, that's not the answer. Be a man, be a leader, be a, be a gentleman, be respectful, be a dangerous man capable of stepping in front of the bad guy, capable of defending you and yours, capable of taking care of yourself. All that has nothing to do with counter-protesting. However, don't condone it. Don't 
in conversation with friends and family, don't be like, oh yeah, that's terrible. No, use your words for power. Educate these people to say no. Roe v. Wade getting overturned is not the end of the world. Abortions will still be legal in probably 25 of the 50 states. And if it's not legal in your state, yes, the military, that is something we have to think about because a woman getting orders to a state that doesn't allow abortion, yeah, that that's different, right? That That would be somewhere where the military and the government would have to step in and say, okay, maybe they'd have to start allowing abortions on base. I don't know what the answer is. So, so there are... There are circumstances I don't have all the answers to, right? I've already thought of that one. It's come up. I I read it in the DOD news this morning where, oh, what are women going to do in military bases in states that don't allow abortion? Because very likely some of the Bible Belt is going to ban abortion or make it very hard to get. And I think that's great. I think it's fantastic because I think in those states you're teaching women, hey, don't have sex with just anybody, right? We're going to kind of get into that, the positives uh, to making abortion harder to get. So let's get back to the Supreme Court, right? They're kicking it back to the states. Why is this important to you and I, right? It's important to you and I because we have choice where we spend our money. We have choice which state receives our tax dollars, right? So just like a capitalist, right? Free market capitalism says you can go to Verizon, Sprint, AT&T, T-Mobile, Mint, whatever the new one is. You can choose based on reviews, based on what you value. Do you value customer service or do you value price? Do you value uh, the, the bars, or do you value something else? Like, what do you value? And that's where you spend your money. Well, my family and I value conservative Southern, uh, Christian values. We value free market capitalism. We value an open economy and we value no mandates. We pick Texas. Hey, here we are. We're in Texas, right? We align with current Texas values. Now we certainly in five, 10 years, if Tesla and Facebook and all these other whatever, whoever else is moving to Austin to try to ruin us, right? If Texas goes blue, you better believe we will reconsider our values and Tennessee is my backup plan. I will keep paying attention to and I will never handicap myself where I can't get up and go whenever the hell I want or whenever the hell I decide I need to, right? That is good. That is good for our country. It is good for you and I, right? The system is set up, right? The the United States, the states agreeing to this federal. And here's a newsflash. If you continue to force federal things on states who make enough money in their state to take care of their own citizens and secede, then you will no longer have a United States. You will have a divided states because what's in it for me, right? With them. You can't force the states to stay. There has to be something in it for them. And a federal government that continually forces things down everyone's throat and it's all or nothing. Well, some of the states that are a little more wealthier, they're going to leave the union, right? Good luck, California, when your broke ass ain't getting Texas and Florida and Georgia and Tennessee money. Okay, good luck, Illinois. Yeah, look at the look at the books. Some states need a lot more federal dollars than other states. So the system is set up to compete. Right. Just like Yelp reviews, you and I look at Yelp and Google word of mouth spreads what states are good for what reasons. If I was homeless, all right, if I was homeless, I would live in California. That would be the top of my list. I Googled it. California, 1000% leads all states in homeless people, right? Followed by New York. Surprise, surprise. States that don't enforce petty crime. They don't enforce, uh, you know, private property. They don't enforce trespassing. They don't enforce a lot of things that benefit homeless people. If you wanted warmer weather and you grew up in Minnesota, you're probably moving to the South. If you are into the tech hippie, you know, whatever industry, you're probably headed west, 
right? If you want to go to Hollywood, again, California, depending on what you like, if you like conservative values and you want to live on a boat, you're going to move to Florida over Texas, right? Texas and Florida have received a massive influx of out-of-state transfers, and, and that's simply because people are moving to where they align. They're COVID lockdowns, mandates, restrictions, and all the force-fed, top-down, elitist government, it made all the people with means leave. They said, we're out of here, and that's how it should work. States should compete for voters. They should compete for tax dollars because that makes them like a business pay attention to what their voters want. We don't want Washington, D.C., Hollywood, and the U.N. of New York dictating to all the other states how you should operate because that's not how the voters in those states vote. We don't vote out of D.C. D.C. doesn't dictate this country. We are not one state. We are 50, okay? Having the ability to choose, that is freedom, right? The United States, hear me out. The United States was created by men who came from a system of oppression, top-down rule, and freedom was only a dream. They floated across the damn ocean to unknown territory to essentially go to war with the people that were here, Native Americans, right? Got it. To get away from that. So we cannot challenge because we don't like every single little thing the Constitution does or doesn't say. We shouldn't challenge and we can never challenge the Constitution because it was written by people who were controlled, who were led by a king, right? We don't know what that's like. No matter what the hell we think, we have no idea what it's like to be led by a king. I would argue active duty and veterans are the closest thing, which is why active duty and veterans are generally lean right, middle of the road, leave me the hell alone and let me do what I want because I serve my country. We understand what it's like to shut up in color, to be told what to do, to be forced what to wear, what to say, when to show up, how to show up, what to bring, uh, where we're going, how long we're going to be there, sleeping under trees, sleeping in foxholes. Like we get that. So when we get out, we don't want to be told what to do, which is why most of us are middle to conservative and not left-leaning, give everybody what they want. I'm sure some military go that way, but I would argue they probably sucked at their job anyway. So we don't have to like what every state does. I don't like what happened in Minnesota. I don't like what, what was allowed with riots in Ferguson. I don't like any of that shit. I don't like what led up to it. I was just as you know upset and the videos upset me and I don't like what happened. But I also am smart enough to know that stuff happens all the time and you can't burn shit down because you don't like when something happens, right? People need to be held accountable and they need to go to jail. And if they need to go to jail, that's fine. But that doesn't give you the right to burn your city down. I, I think that is idiotic and stupid. And I don't like that law enforcement wasn't allowed to control that. You're going to hear calls. Hear me out. You're going to hear calls to abolish the Supreme Court now. When it worked for them, it worked for them. But as soon as it doesn't, oh, abolish the Supreme Court, pack the Supreme Court, you're going to hear all kinds of crap. You're going to see women marching in the street and, and saying to hold out sex and don't have sex. You idiots, like not you guys, those idiots, think about this, don't have sex before marriage. Hmm, where have you heard that before? In the church, maybe in the that maybe that's a conservative value we hold out for our, our kids teaching like, hey, don't get pregnant before you get married. There's a novel concept. Wow. So because the Supreme Court overturned a bullshit law that should have never been allowed. Now you want to hold out sex until what you find the right guy or, or just forever, maybe. Hmm. Who's that going to hurt? Well, not me and my wife and kids. Um, so go for that. Good luck with that. Right. What should not happen, though, right? You want to hold out. You want to yell and scream online and TikTok and Instagram. Go for it. 
we should not allow violence though. Vi nobody should be allowed to march on somebody else's property and destroy it because of words or because they disagree. How have we become a society that allows for violence when feelings get hurt or we don't get our way? How the hell is a guy allowed to tackle or attempt to tackle Dave Chappelle on stage because he's a comedian. He is the best thing we have going for us. You know, Dave Chappelle, Elon Musk, uh, Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Bill Maher, the, the left wing liberal commentator. We need people to speak truth into the world and people who can do it witty and with a sense of humor. Hell, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to speak truth into the world because there is just so much bullshit out there that I don't even know where people can go to learn the left from right anymore. So I need to speak into the world because I just feel like we're living in the damn twilight zone. I will tell you the answer. Weak men create hard times. We talk about this. Strong men make good times. Good times make weak men. Weak men make hard times and hard times make strong men. We are, we are being led by weak men. This, this is sad, right? We are in a sad time. We are in the twilight zone. Nothing makes sense. It, this is a crazy time. And I want to summarize this because I want to keep this short enough to, to keep your attention so you don't lose so so I don't lose you. The connection I'm trying to make is we are better as a society when consequences for actions, cause and effect. You do, it results in. These are choices we make. If I drunk drive and I kill somebody on my way home, I go to jail. If I punch every asshole I come across in the mouth and one of them sues me, I got to pay for that. If I kill somebody in a fight, I got to go to jail. That's what happens. You sell drugs, you break the law, you pay. 99% of the time when you choose to have sex out of wedlock and you regret the decision, you should not be able to take a human life. And it is a human life. It is a beating heart. Explain to me how a man killing a pregnant woman can get double homicide, but a woman willingly killing and taking a heartbeat. How is that not murder? I'm sorry. I'm going to upset people. I don't care. This is my opinion. I told you, dangerous man, we're not always going to agree. Right. And I promise we won't be talking about this subject too many more times. This may be the only time I want to talk about this because it's not easy to talk about because people in my family I disagree with and, and it just doesn't get discussed. We just know that we agree to disagree. How how do you get double homicide for killing a pregnant woman? But a woman takes a heartbeat and it's OK. It's it's choice. It's pro choice. How about your choice was to close your damn legs, make him wear a condom, take birth control, take the morning after pill or. I don't know, grow the hell up, have the baby, and then imagine that you might surprise yourself and you might turn out to be a pretty damn good mom because that happens too. I know plenty of teenage mothers who turn out to be amazing mothers. At the time, they were probably scared. At the time, they probably didn't know what to do, but they matured quicker, faster. They grew up, they got degrees, they got jobs, and they paid their bills. Some of them got together with Somebody or somebody came along and became a stepfather and raised an amazing family together. It can happen. It absolutely can happen. But it requires ownership, accountability, responsibility. If there's one thing, gentlemen, that I can get through to you, we need to pay for our consequences, good and bad. We need to think before we have sex with a woman. We should not, right? And here's the negative, right? Here's the negative. I also know men that tell women, oh, you're pregnant? Take care of it. They expect the woman to kill the baby. What does that do, women? Right? You want to have an argument with a woman who's pro-killing babies? Pro that's what it's called, abortion. Right? Hashtag abortion, kill a baby. Here's the deal. 
tell this woman, okay, so are you okay that a man wants to have sex with you because he assumes you're just going to get an abortion. So he's going to do whatever he wants to you. He's going to disrespect you. He's going to take advantage of you. He's going to, you're going to be his booty call. And if you get pregnant, he's going to expect you to kill the baby. Does he really love you? Does he really want to be with you? Or does this abortion culture just teach a young generation of men that, oh, they'll just take care of it. They'll just take care of it. Well, what happens when you don't want to take care of it? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I used to watch Snap with my wife. I'm pretty sure pregnant women die. I don't want to say all the time because that's a drastic overuse of that word, but I'm pretty sure many women are killed out of wedlock, right? Because a cheating husband doesn't want his mistress to get pregnant and keep the baby. She won't abort, so he kills her because he doesn't want to lose his wife, right? I'm pretty sure girls in high school I've, I've seen get killed because they want to have the baby and the boy doesn't, or somebody they're in a relationship they shouldn't be with doesn't want them to have it, so they kill them. Women end up dead because they won't have an abortion. Do you know why? Because we're raising a generation of men to think that you'll just take care of it. I've literally heard my friends tell me that they've told it, oh, just take care of that, just take care of that. And some women don't take that too well, okay? That's how people die too, right? You want to talk about weak-ass mental health? People kill over less. So we got all kinds of problems right now, people. We got all kinds of problems, and I can't solve all of them. But today's episode is about consequences. Why is it that we have gone away from consequences? We need consequences back. We need to raise a generation to respect women. You can't respect women if you just get to have sex with them whenever you want. And then if you get them pregnant, you tell them to take care of it. Because it's so it's as easy as going to the local Planned Parenthood. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Again, a woman's right, close your legs, use birth control, make him wear a condom, pick a better person who you have sex with. You have a lot of choices before you need to choose to kill a baby. How about you value the power you have in giving life? How about a woman value the ability God gave you to make a baby? How about you don't take that for advantage? What happens when you have an abortion and five years later you meet a guy and now you can't get pregnant? Maybe that was your one shot. Right. I could keep going, but I'm going to stop. I know if, if I lost you, I'm sorry. Not sorry. Really, I'm not sorry. This is how I feel. This is the truth that I've put a lot of thought into. I've spoken to a lot of people about. Not everybody agrees with me, but God damn it, people. We need consequences. You need the rule of law. You need customs and courtesies and traditions like we need to get back to a respectful place where men and women, men and women can respect each other. Having sex needs to go back to something of a uh, something of a thing that is like looked forward to, or you know, uh, it's exciting. It's not just like fucking in the bathroom stall, get pregnant, have an abortion, do it again the next weekend. Like, come on, like have some class, people. Have some damn class. Men step up. Women have some respect for yourselves. Men respect women. Put them on the pedestal where they belong. And let's get back to the day of the gentleman. Let's get back to the day of holding hands, opening doors, being respectful, not talking shit all the time to each other, not having these toxic relationships. Let's get back to some basic damn respect. We need men on the path to becoming dangerous, leading their families, their communities, their tribes, real men who live a life of honor and respect who show courage in the face of danger and will face the enemy head on. I am not nice and I am not for everybody, but if you're with me, 
be with me. Follow me on Apple or Spotify to hear this episode and more. Consider subscribing dangerousman.substack.com to further support me in this effort. And as always, you can email me, phil at becomingadangerousman.com. Be better, be better, be better.